Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, Sure, you get comics and you get sports and you get the fantasy suite on The Bachelor. Craig Needles is here. How's it going, Craig? Going great. All right. Good to have you back. And completing the trifecta is Jess Brady. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. I am pretty excited to, to discuss the three, count them, three hours of Bachelor content that we got this week. And I think we got another three next week. Yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. Some of this week's three hours of content didn't love. First mm-hmm. hour was great. We'll talk about that. Uh, women Tell All wasn't... Uh, basically, the Women Tell All should have been Corinne Tell All, and just everyone yeah. yells at Corinne, but that's not what happened. But we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited for the three hours next week. It, it was yeah, very it much... Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. It was just a... It was going to be interesting. That's it. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was saying it felt a little bit this week. This week felt particularly, to borrow a wrestling term, worky for me. Like, like it, it really, it really felt like they were setting us up with a few, few. Like, honestly, it felt like they were cutting promos for a future Corinne show that they're that they've got in the works. Like, they're just like, all right, we got to make Corinne look really strong in this in this women tell all because you know she's going to be our, our the, the straw that stirs the drink for the next couple of seasons of paradise and, and other nonsense and maybe corinne comes back next year on the bachelor for god's sake she's one of those like i'm back bitches <laughs> that could be you never know and i also really like that turn of phrase the straw that that <laughs> mixes the drink that's good yeah. i like that um very yeah, she... for for corinne <laughs> she had one of the biggest cheers from the audience when they introduced oh, yeah. her in the tell-all couple of hours. That was great. Again, to keep the wrestling terms going, I thought her and, weirdly, Alexis got the two biggest pops from the crowd. People love that shark, man. Yeah. And then I, I, I my only, like, the tell-all, you know, it is what it is, but I felt like we could have gotten more Alexis during the tell-all. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I thought so too. Now, obviously, like the tell all, there's there's times going to be in demand and whatnot. But yes, more Alexis would have been good. More Alexis just on the show would have been good. She's got to come to paradise. She was she was just fun. She was mm-hmm. great. Absolutely. So let's talk about the the episode at the actual episode before we get to the tell all. The so they split the fantasy suite into two weeks, which hopefully they never do that again. Cause that 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 <laughs> that was... was just the worst thing. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm like I'm I'm ready to have a, a nice little fantasy suite buzz. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I've had a little. I've had a couple of drinks, and I find out at 7:59 from Jess, it's just an hour of Bachelor. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, but yeah, never break. And of all the episodes to break up, they break up fantasy suite week. Ugh, just uh, uh, to quote Hercules, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It felt really disjointed, and I, I get it. Maybe they're trying to like just really draw out the ratings as much as possible. They want to keep people interested, and maybe they lose that a little bit if they have one week that is solely uh, the women tell all. But yeah, it just really disrupted the flow, and not and and this is coming from someone who is not like a religious bachelor watcher. So even I thought that it was a, a bit you know gnarly. I didn't like it like that. 
Well, it's uh, it's it's behind us now, fortunately. So it it, it it did sort of take away, I think, from the the rest of the fantasy suite episodes. But do we do we want to talk about the uh, uh, the, the way that this particular episode was laid out? Do we want to get into the the first hour of the you know, of the content? Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. So last week we were bit. left with <laughs> last week we were left with one of the most awkward cliffhangers in the history of television, which is basically <laughs> uh, Raven mentions to the world, exclaims to the world that. She's never had an orgasm, which I don't buy. I, again, I think we're getting worked on this one. And we were left with them going it's the into opposite the... of Raven. <laughs> Switch. I was, uh... was going to say cliffhanger. She's left used to being left hanging, so you know. Oh, two in a row. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But like, <laughs> honestly, all we needed was the voiceover guy going, "Will Nick be able to get the job?" <laughs> Batman voiceover yeah. guy would have been perfect for that. Yeah. Tune in next same Bachelor time, same Bachelor channel. <laughs> like, will Nick be able to reach the top of the summit? <laughs> like, oh dear. Like, terrible. <laughs> but, like, oh, oh. God. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. That was the cliffhanger we were left with. And uh, honestly, I like some people didn't like this. I saw kind of a split reaction online. I thought the way the producers of The Bachelor handled answering that question. <laughs> Was wonderful. Again, I <laughs> assume we're not assuming we're not being worked. Like, yeah. Cause... Okay. Okay. If we're not being worked, like, whether whether what Raven said was true or not, I don't know. It appears you had a theory about. It I want to talk about it in a second. But the way they handled it was tremendous. We're not just gonna come out and, for lack of a better term, just like you know, smack you with it. We're just going to give you a nice little montage here. <laughs> the like elevator bell ringing and Raven winking. <laughs> and it's going to be lovely, and that's exactly what they did, and I thought it was great. I thought it was perfectly executed. They, they did everything except the Mary Tyler Moore, like, hat throw and face <laughs> frame. Don't like, you sully Mary Tyler Moore! <laughs> Don't you do it, Pierce! No! True. Mary Tyler Moore no. is a delight. May she rest in peace. But, like, yeah. that, I'm just saying, that was, the, that was the one bullet they left in the chamber as far as the montage, because, like, they did the whole, like, Scooby-Doo popping out of, like, you know, the same, like the camera staying the same, but she popped out of like different spots. She was like petting animals and stuff. She went by, I believe there there was a cartwheel in the snow at one point, and she was just like, at one point, just saying hi to strangers. And it was just like, it's like, oh, really? We're doing this as I watch this entire thing unfold. Did oh, you guys ever Lord. see 500 Days of Summer? Because there is a very similar scene. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more choreography, but that's what yeah. really reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I it have was, not seen 500 Days of Summer, but I saw someone make that comparison on Twitter when I was searching. So you were not the only one that came up with that. There you go. Yeah, but so I th- clearly the production team was going for that. But yes, I thought that uh, that was as as funny a way to handle it as possible. And and assuming again, it's not a work. Good for Raven. Yeah. Now, Pierce, you texted me a theory this week that perhaps they had that uh, they had made this up just so they'd have some sort of cliffhanger for the storyline. But my response was as follows. Would they really, the Bachelor producers, drag Raven's boyfriend again? I have a thought like, on that. Like, like they, they already kind of edited that part out of the Arkansas show, so they're at least yeah. a little bit nervous about it. Would they really drag him again by planning that type of storyline? 
Jess, what do you think? Well, first of all, I'm going to ask you, did you see his response? Because I sent it to my boyfriend, James. It's, uh, I, I don't know, like, what outlet this is, but it's called Betches, B-E-T-C-H-E-S, not Bitches. Oh, so okay. it's, like, online gossip sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's a, a reply from him, and I think they've sourced it from another this, outlet. Sorry, I don't know where Sorry, he, this is from Raven's, like, ex who has yeah. gotten the worst, like, edit in the history of... Oh, yeah time as a man who has cheated on his wife was beaten up by a woman who he was yeah at the same time unable to satisfy yeah all right so this is this is the guy we're talking about all right continue continue <laughs> i I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat right now just so you know <laughs> i know his his word is gospel and we'll just yeah. have to you know believe every single word right mm. yeah so <laughs> he says that it's not true what she said and over their two-year relationship or however long it was uh, she did, in fact, Raven, tell him that she loved him, and he did, in fact, satisfy her. Mm-hmm. And some of the best snark that I saw in that article, like, replying to it, so it's more of, like, a blog, right? It's not, like, a like a serious journalistic news outlet, because they wouldn't they wouldn't editorialize so much with it. But there's the gif of uh, Marsha Brady saying, sure, Jan. <laughs> it's like, where you satisfied her? And they said, have you never heard of faking it? <laughs> Just kind of like it's funny that they're saying that he's gonna he's claiming to be the authority. It's like, well, you would hope that someone in an intimate relationship with you would know if you know you were hitting all the right spots, so to speak. Um, but, but there's a chance maybe he wasn't, and she's just a really good actress, and as they said, deserves an Academy Award. <laughs> so who knows? But the real uh, Harry Met Sally type of thing going on here. Exactly. Um, I think they even referenced that. They may have used a GIF. But, uh, you know, that's the really the, the what it comes down to is that the only person who will ever really know is Raven. Mm-hmm. And as my wife can attest, I really have, am not an authority on this because I have no idea what a satisfied woman looks like. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that's right. Self burn. Self burn. I literally just like whacked the glasses on my face as I was like cringing from you. I was like, no, don't say that. And then like may have inflicted an injury. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> This Lord podcast doesn't work if I don't make fun of myself from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> well, why should only Raven's boyfriend be dragged? Why can't exactly. Pierce get dragged? <laughs> so, oh, whether we believe that story or not, Raven seems to have enjoyed her date. And mm. Nick seemed to have enjoyed her the date as well because he gave Raven the first rose. Yes. What do we know about Raven so far? We know that she is from Arkansas, mm-hmm. yep. and she had a long-term relationship with a doctor who cheated on her, who she then beat with a shoe. Mm-hmm. Who never satisfied her sexually. Yes. At least according to her. Allegedly. Allegedly. And we know that Raven, uh, we, we, I think we know her job, but I just forget what the job is. several boutiques. Yeah, boutiques. Yes, yes, yes. Just take yes. what you did from our hair salons and boutiques. <laughs> Until you get back on your feet. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's pretty much all we really know about the her. The reason like, I ask that is because it seems like we know a hell of a lot more about Vanessa than we do about Raven, does it not? Out of out of the two final two ladies? Yes. Yeah, we know a lot about Vanessa's family because that's mm-hmm. caused some strife. Mm. Uh, at least caused her to, to question what's going on with Nick. We know quite a bit about Vanessa's work just because they went there. Um... Yeah, so we know a lot more about Vanessa. We knew a lot more about Rachel. We knew a lot more about Corinne. So, yeah, we, we, we learned a little bit less about Raven, I suppose, through this process and uh, some of the other people who made it, uh, in some cases, not even quite as far as she did. Yeah. True. 
It's I mean it's it's Vanessa here, right? Like it's not like we're down we're down to Rachel and Vanessa, and I just don't see. I mean, we've been saying it for a few weeks on this pod, but I just don't see Raven pulling this one out. I, I, I think that... I don't know. She's coming up. She's, she might just be that last-minute closer. I mean, maybe she'll just reach the top right at the very end. Unexpected moment, you guys. You know? <laughs> you know. Yes. Right there. That was nice. Uh, I, honestly, Nick should pick... I think that Raven would work better with him than, than Vanessa will. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, yes. the whole Montreal, are you moving Montreal, fa- mm-hmm. Sunday family thing, that dynamic, like that just has relationship disaster all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All over. And the fact that Nick's so, apparently going on Dancing with the Stars shows us that he has no plans of leaving television anytime soon, right? Nick nah. loves being famous. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But if Vanessa wants to be working with her school in Montreal and having... Uh, brunch with her family every Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to make it real tough for Nick to be famous, unless Nick wants to be famous for something other than being on The Bachelor. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's, and I think she quite rightly got real serious with him in that hot tub, which is a weird sentence to put together. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's true. Um, but yeah, like especially when she said, you know, I'm I'm traditional and I'm not really willing to compromise on those quote unquote core values. That was we should have put that in the drinking game. Core values that came up quite a bit. <laughs> I, th- I think we did quite well in the drinking game. Just just yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, apologies. Got in there. Apologies to anybody who uh, who was playing around. You know, playing along with us on on twitter there because it got uh, pretty messy <laughs> it got pretty messy well that's okay though that's mm-hmm. that's the way it should be for these sorts of things i was a bit lame boys i have to admit that i did not participate oh. in the drinking portion because i had to be up at like 3 30 this morning so you know i had i had to behave so i'm having a drink now in place of last night think of it that <laughs> that's way. okay you just yeah. have to finish it if i ever mentioned the bouncy castle oh wait uh, outside of that <laughs> reference the uh, drink is like full man Okay, fine. Well, I'll, I'll wait. For, I'll wait to say Bouncy Castle again. Uh, <laughs> as far as your your point, as far as Vanessa seeing uh, being, yeah, I'm traditional. Yeah, I, th- there is definitely some some friction there, to say the very yeah. least. Uh, I like it, it. Seems though they're gonna get past it, but who knows? I just I just wonder if this is gonna be one of those relationships where they there is the proposal at the end of the show, and then we find out that actually they're not even still together even as the show airs. Like yeah. I just wonder if it's going to be yeah. one of those. I just see it, it's going to be a difficult time to keep that relationship together if, um, if, if, if they aren't willing to budge on what Nick wants to do, what she wants to do, and hopefully one of them is smart enough to see that before, uh, before the end of the show. I just, I just don't see how it's going to work. Did you, like, okay, so we were talking a little bit about this as it was unfolding. You and I were texting each other, and I just thought that it was, like, and again, it could be editing, but strange to have such a heavy conversation about, like, well, I'm not budging. I'm proud of being an American. I don't want to move to Montreal. And she's like, well, I'm proud to be a Canadian. Go, girl, first of all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then to be like, I love you. Let's get into bed. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. <laughs> there seem to be some legitimate issues that you should probably be working out first before fantasy sweet time and to be, like, gushing over it the way she was. And he was, too. Like, it's not not just her that's that should be asking more questions about this and i get it it's tv i'm i'm putting like real world relationship expectations on a on a show that's based on six weeks of them knowing each other but it's i just felt like that was a bit of a a weird jump where they're having a serious conversation identifying some issues in the relationship potentially and then it's like "Ah, okay well that's over now let's let's get to the fun stuff yeah 
Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's a legitimate I, problem. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the hot tub conversation that they had yeah. was, it, it was very much like, an, like this, that felt like an actual couple fighting. Right, like, yeah. like I'm like, oh, this is an actual couple and they're fighting. Should we really be watching this? Is this like about to be a domestic violence incident or or anything like <laughs> oh. that? Oh, but obviously it didn't go that far whatsoever. But it, it was, I don't know, it was it was just weird. Which is why, again, I think that you know Vanessa is winning because it just to me, I think Nick just likes fighting because it seemed to me like when he was having a conversation with Rachel that he was trying to pick fights with her because he mm-hmm. he brought up that whole like. Well, you know, you were acting crazy on the during the beach volleyball, and then she was like, "Well, not really." And he goes, "No, no, no, you were." And I, I don't know. It just, I think he just likes confrontation. That might, that might be it. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. He did say even last night. He's like, you know, I like strong women, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, which is which is great. Like, you don't have to be argumentative to be strong. But I think that lends itself to your point, Matt. That uh, that that's what he was going for. So yeah, and plus, who knows? Maybe he's also trying to stoke the flames for a little bit of uh, bachelor drama, right? Like if they yeah. get into a bit of a if a if a hissy fit, you know, then that's ratings gold. It like comes off better in the editing, right? Mm-hmm. So but I'm not saying that he's that calculated because multiple times through this process, he really has bucked the trend of uh, the formulaicness of of the bachelor. But uh, I mean, it's possible that he was doing that to kind of you know try and make things a little bit more dramatic than they actually were. Yeah. And I, I think that there obviously could have been some issues of that, that were bridged or solved that we didn't see on camera and they just yeah. kind of said, okay, well we don't have time for this. So just, you know, right to the fantasy suite, everybody. But yeah, it just, it just feels as though unless there was some sort of solving for that, there's just, it, it's, it's hard to do long distance dating whether you've known each other for six weeks or six years, uh, I just if if, if those, those two people are so attached to where they currently lived, it, it just it, it seems like it's going to be difficult for them. But I don't know. Who's, we'll see. Hopefully, those two crazy kids can make it if it winds up that they are together and engaged. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Should we talk about Rachel's date? Well, before we get to Rachel, I was gonna. I wanted to sure. ask you: uh, Would you do the sauna ice bath activity that they were engaged in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I, that, that looked like it would be kind of fun. Like, obviously, there'd be uh, some some painful moments, but yeah, uh, yeah your yeah. voice went up as high as it would if you were getting into the ice bath, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I get it. <laughs> yeah, well, there were several mentions between the three of us last night of Nick's shorts, and those were revealing shorts <laughs> even in the best of times, and then yeah. he's going to go into that cold, cold pool. Yeah. yeah. As Very... James said to you, yeah. he said, I was in the pool! Yeah. I was in the pool! Very Seinfeld. Yeah, the shrinkage was, was I imagine, was quite fierce in that moment. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad Seinfeld yeah. taught women about shrinkage, because Elaine apparently <laughs> was not aware of it, so now it's just now something everyone knows about. Good for Nick. So, let's move to Rachel's date. Am, am I just being... I realize Rachel's from Dallas, Texas, but am I just being super Canadian in... in like, how do you not know what cross-country skiing is? Well... I think, I like... How many Americans don't watch at any of the Winter Olympics? Like, there's probably I a... Guess, yeah, and plus, if they think skiing, they think of, like, Aspen downhill skiing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's... I could see it. I, I had to laugh. I chuckled, honestly, when she was, like, falling over. Yeah. <laughs> 
as they were getting off on the on their little trail. And I thought, uh, I feel for you. It's not easy. That and snowshoeing, difficult, especially if you've got like those old school snowshoes where like the little beaver tails at the end and they crisscross. That's disaster written all over it. Kindergarten school trip where that happened to me. Very traumatizing. That's besides the point. Country <laughs> skiing is difficult. And I felt bad for her. And it was funny at the same time. So that was comedy gold to me. You can tell from the look on her face that when Nick said, we're going cross-country skiing, she actually thought, like, like she, she had no frame of reference for what that was. So initially <laughs> she was like, we're going downhill, right? Like, like I'm sure she just thought it was actual skiing. Like, she was just heading downhill and <laughs> was slightly worried about her well-being for a couple of seconds there. And, well, her uh, chances on The Bachelor were going downhill, but she didn't know it yet. Hello. Oh! Hello! Uh, I love it. Love, a lot of zingers this week. Uh <laughs> I mean, it was it was kind of a. I mean, it, it it was it was a pretty standard pretty standard date, I would say, with with. Rachel yeah, and Nick. yeah. There wasn't a lot of uh, drama or arguing. Yeah. yeah, I um I was surprised <laughs> that uh, I I kind of thought there'd be some sort of like last minute fight that would take Rachel out of the fantasy suite, <laughs> but nope, that's not what happened. And you know, she seemed yeah. to. It, we didn't get a lot of the, the the morning after shots as we've talked about before. It, it was pretty quick with those, but uh, mm-hmm. she seemed to she seemed to be happy, so that was okay. They had breakfast, in which he proceeded to eat most of hers. By the looks of it, he was like, "I eat my breakfast, then your breakfast." Oh, I was yeah. like, "What?" That was True. annoying. And he was selfish. He's a selfish breakfast eater. He's selfish yeah. breakfasting. Selfish breakfasting. I'm pretty selfish. sure he burned those eggs too. That pan was way too hot when when he put those eggs he- in. Uh, <laughs> Also, her onesie <laughs> with the penguins was so cute. Just got yeah, to that was pretty awesome, and 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 there were there were some great wardrobe uh, decisions this week. I thought Raven's dress during the uh, rose ceremony was a knockout, but uh, yeah, the the penguin onesie, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Speaking of rose ceremony, I was just happy that they let those poor girls stay yes. inside. Yes, very good. I had like, that written God. down. At least it was it was indoor rose ceremony this time so uh and did you get a sense maybe i'm reading too much into this did you feel like there was a little bit of tension between vanessa and rachel at that rose ceremony yeah it it, it seemed like they were trying to not make eye contact and and yeah maybe i'm reading i wouldn't say there was any more tension than there would be Mm -hmm. Between any other two humans who knew they were competing for the same guy on a reality television show, you know what I mean? I just think that and there's they just that. spent the night with them. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. There's just automatic tension. Oh yeah, I know that within the last you know few days we've both we've both slept with this person. Like that just is an automatic tension builder. So I, I don't think oh. it's anything that uh, that those two we have done or, or or felt. It was just a matter of like it, it, the default setting was high tension based yeah. on yeah. all the variables. Fair point. Fair point. Vanessa yeah. did have a look on her face, though, where she did not look comfortable. She just, she, for whatever reason, and I like Vanessa, but she just seems miserable all the yeah. time in these last couple of episodes. And it's just yeah. like, normally I, I would be like, man, she is like tripping at the finish line here with just this this horrible attitude. So yeah, I mean, if, he, if he does end up picking Raven, which again, I don't think he will, but if he does, we can point it, really point at Vanessa's like, just I don't know being at eleven all the time with the with the miserable attitude in in these final two episodes that'll that'll be her undoing. Is it? 
Hmm. Okay, here's here's my thought on that. Mm-hmm. They definitely have had their tete-a-tetes, right? Like, where they've had those serious discussions, which, I mean, good. But, like, has he really seen her at, at peak miserable? Or has that really just been the the monologues with the, the PA crew and everything and the camera and us? I mean, I don't know. Has he really seen her at peak miserable? That's that an interesting theory, and yeah. probably not. So I, huh. I think there has been honesty from her and that she's not been happy with parts of the process. But I think that he's still there's still a veneer there, right? When they have their interactions together, like Hot Top Vanessa was more honest and she was a little bit feisty and sassy, but he mm. liked it. So yeah, because like, they recovered pretty well from that, really well, because they ended up in the fantasy suite. But you know, like it's I don't know, like I think most of the emotional angst kind of comes out when she's talking one on one with the production crew and they're filming her, and I think that's only natural too because that's when she's. She, it's a weird time to be unguarded because there's a camera there, but he's not there. So it, there's less of a performance and the aspect of everything's cool. I'm totally fine with this whole process, vying for the attention of one man with yeah. dozens of other girls. No big deal. And that's when she can let the walls come down and be like, this freaking sucks. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, which I think most of us would feel that way if we were in her shoes. So, yeah, but I don't think he's seen all of the the emotional outbursts that we have yeah that's that's probably a very good point because i think you're you're right eventually you need some sort of outlet for for that type of thought and that type of feeling and you don't Mm want to obviously express that when you're there with the bachelor because you're trying to impress that person so hey i'll just tell this to the producer the camera crew or whatever it happens to be right don't pull a jasmine don't start choking him out (laughs) (laughs) we see how that turns out yeah uh one more fantasy sweet thought then maybe we can do a little bit of women tell all uh, my wife pointed out that there's always the key that goes with the fantasy suite that's in the little letter from <laughs> and it, Yeah, and it looks like something that you would use to open the cupboard from the Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> that's yes. right. Yeah. I read that and, book when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good reference. But yeah. we also noticed that these were like rooms within cabins. Mm-hmm. So there's just, in this particular case, there's no chance that there would be actually a key that would open those doors. And further that, other times it's like obviously a hotel room or something along those lines. So it would just be a key card of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> the, key is obviously, the key is obviously just a, a ridiculous prop. I don't know, understand why they feel as though that imagery it's is important. It's phallic, Craig. Yeah. That's why they do it. <laughs> well, you're right, Jess. Key in the lock. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of your secretary. <laughs> Suggestion. Uh, yeah, it just I, I just don't get why that needs. Like, <laughs> Jess is probably right. It's probably just to like get the viewer's headspace into the right area. But mm-hmm. like, you know, isn't isn't the letter from Chris Harrison about foregoing their separate rooms and enjoying the fantasy suite? Isn't that enough to get us to know what's happening? As here? Yeah. it's it's very. Yeah, as a couple. <laughs> I mean, the show airs on ABC, so I mean, it's 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 almost Disney esque in its intricacies of of oh we have this magic key that'll open this door that'll fulfill all yeah. of our hopes and dreams right yeah. It, yeah. it's it's just yeah yeah it, it's... and the first few seasons it was exactly that and mm-hmm. now we're talking about <laughs> whether raven had an orgasm or not as a cliffhanger so yeah. clearly oh. yeah. <laughs> clearly the show has changed direction an entirely <laughs> different type of cinderella story <laughs> Oh god. She's on Fuego, Craig. She's on Fuego this week. The clock struck midnight. Oh dear. Wait, you said clock, right? Yes. This is a family family podcast. Uh, If the shoe fits, you guys. (laughs) Oh, yes. What are you, Cinderella jokes? Uh, 
Oh, uh, man. Do you want to talk about the women? <laughs> well, well, I was, was going to ask you, Craig, do you think Nick went three for three? Oh, God, yes. Okay. I, I just... Mm, I mean, we don't really know what goes on, but uh, certainly seems No, like but just, I, I feel as though we know what doesn't go on if we have yeah. some of the awkward, like, oh, what happened? There shots in the next morning, and we don't have any of those, so. Yeah, I was definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, last week, I was like, maybe not. He knows what the process is like, how difficult it is to send someone home after, you know, you spent that time with them. Maybe he won't do it. Oh, God, Jess, how naive of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost sorry to all the... You guys are probably like, okay, just humor her. She doesn't know what she's talking about yet yeah. with this show. She hasn't watched it enough. She doesn't know. Well, now I know. Well, that was... you're, you're, you're right, though, that sometimes it does play out that way, whereas for some reason some one of the couples doesn't connect for whatever reason, but... Uh, yeah, well, no, Emily's, not with, season, uh... Emily's season... I don't know if we talked about this last week. She She's a few, a few years ago, but, like, she, from a value standpoint, like, she has a young daughter, and she said, like, to each of the guys that were in the in that situation with her she's like hey listen out of respect for my daughter and our families uh you know we can spend this time together in the suite overnight she's like but nothing's happening so no boot knocking yeah there will be no hanky panky so Mm -hmm. there you go to bring a term back from the 1950s (laughs) (laughs) i just didn't see nick as as someone who would be willing to forego hanky panky Mm -hmm. of course not he's nick by Exactly. We we know that there's been yeah he's he's got lots of television hanky panky under his belt. Uh, yeah, I know. So yeah, you went free through three. Congra- con- congratulations, Nick. Um, so, I'm making a face right now. It's okay. We 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 can move on to the tell all. I think I think we covered <laughs> sure. the fantasy suites as, as well as we're gonna do. Cover them both. Nick has. Oh. 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 I'll stop now. I'll stop now. So. <laughs> the viewing party crashing. I mean, we've got some friends that are down in the down on California, Richard, that we are are gonna have to get on to uh, start ho- hosting giant bachelor parties in in the hopes that they get uh, crashed. But um, I could not believe that there was a one of the parties, uh, of, which you know seemed to be a party full of of grown ass women, uh, had a champagne bong. Did you see that? It was like a champagne beer bong. No. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they had it was, a champagne. It looked it was, tremendous. Yeah, it was it was a champagne glass, like or it was like a champagne flute, but it had a tube at the end, and they were pouring champagne. And it is a perfect item if you want to look as absolutely classy and white trashy as you can at the exact same time. <laughs> like, oh god, it was brilliant. <laughs> That's just, I was like, oh my god, a champagne beer bong. Here we go. <laughs> uh, the phrase slob kebab came up during the- <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I was like, good thing we... I was like, man, if only we'd known about slob kebab. Could have put it in the drinking game. Ugh. Danielle uh, M had some sort of weird dressy jumper thing that she was wearing. I don't know what the hell that was. He had the J-Lo double-sided tape going on. Is that what it was? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Hmm. To keep that all where it needed to be so there were no wardrobe malfunctions. Well... That double-sided tape. To be fair... She doesn't have a lot going on. Yeah. Particular area, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but there's still wardrobe that's malfunctions. True. At the same yeah. time, we don't want to have a uh, uh, Janet Jackson Super Bowl incident. Nah, we do not. I thought that it was. It was honestly, I was expecting more out of the women tell all. I'll be honest. I think that the women tell all. I, I was kind of hoping it'd just be a lot of Corinne talk. 
Yeah. And there was quite a bit of Corinne talk. Uh, but for whatever reason, you mentioned it earlier, it felt as though uh, they were trying to turn Corinne into uh, somehow the, the face of the situation as opposed to the heel. Yeah, which I like because that's the thing. She wasn't really a heel, though, was 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 what it was, because it, it honestly seemed like most of the other girls in the house were on her side, on her side and liked her and were defending her because. Yep. She was just kind of doing her thing, and her thing was, I'm going to be overtly sexual towards Nick, and that's going to be how I attempt to win this thing. And that really set only one person off in the house, which was Taylor, who then, it, it honestly, the, the, the tell-all just became, like, the women tell-all just became the women v. Taylor, it felt. Women tell-off Taylor in the tell-all. Ooh. Right. Yeah, it was a little bit awkward because Taylor also continued to double down and she tried to like yeah. explain her point of view and it was just kind of like I understood sort of what she was going for. It's like but you're not conveying this properly like <laughs> and also if you can sense that they're like turning on you, the crowd is coming at you. They're going for blood. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Stop right there. Thank you very much. To quote the Spice Girls, just get it over like get out of there, you know? Just don't don't just Give up. Wave the white flag and just sit back down in, in the rows of the other, like, dozen women there and shh, quiet now. Because <laughs> it got ugly there for a little while. Like, two women, I think, were, were very much aware of the, 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 the poor edit that they got during the season. And one was Taylor and the other was Liz uh, uh. from Jaden Tanner's wedding. And yeah. Liz walked in I, I i felt like liz but like and both women walked into the tell-all with the intent of uh like with the intent of of blowing back at the at the at the poor edit they got and one of them took a proper direction liz took i thought the proper direction and then taylor took the wrong direction whereas liz yeah. went on there and said listen i got a poor edit but you know that's not really me. I, I you know I do all these 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 nice things. I hope you guys can can forgive me. I didn't mean to make a mockery of of this. Like I didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't mean to make a mockery of the whole system. And you know I just you know you know I I wasn't on this for fame. You know I really thought Nick and I could have something because we we did at one point. I was in a relationship. That's why I didn't pursue it. Yada yada yada. And then Taylor just decided to came and and Liz Elizabeth ended up coming looking very sympathetic. I thought in the tell-all and then Taylor just decided to double down on the, well, you know, Corinne's a horrible person and I'm just going to go in there and attempt to attack Corinne again. And it's going to be round two and round two went about as well for her as round one did. I think round two went worse. It was, it was pretty bad. It was just, it was, it was, it was dominance on all levels from Corinne Mm -hmm. and Corinne went in there with the high ground, which is she's better at that than Taylor is. And Taylor was not not very smart about the way she went about things, but uh, still it was, uh, it it was not good. It was difficult to watch Taylor. And my wife is not a fan of Taylor at all. She just did not like her for whatever reason. She just, she just loved watching. She loved watching her struggle there. Oh, she was twisted in the wind. Absolutely. She was. Um, does it affect her? Like, do you think that this this affects her career as a mental health counselor going forward? She did make that point. She said that you know yeah. this is real life for me, mm-hmm. and I I feel like she probably should have thought about that before <laughs> before all of this came up because it does cast her in a bad light. It it I mean I don't think she was 
trying to be malicious about what was going on. I think she was in some way trying to level with Corinne one way or the other during the show, not like last night, but you know, during the actual filming and it, it just kind of took a turn. And, and when it, when it happened, like remember, I think were they in Minnesota when this happened and they were sitting up by the fire and it just mm-hmm. twisted, like Corinne got the upper hand and it was like, you could almost see the look on, on Taylor's face. She's like, wait, 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 what happened? Wait, 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 come back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm slipping. What's going on? Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's, it's true. I mean, it could have some consequence, but I feel like most people know this is reality TV and it's not exactly as pictured, even though it's supposed to be reality. I think there will be some accounting for editing and for the fact that it's it's entertainment. It's I, I would hope anyway that any employer would just have the good sense to look at what she's done in her actual professional track record versus her reality TV record. And if I was her, I'd say, you know what, I'm a much better counselor than a reality TV show participant. Let me just show you what I can do. So there have been a lot of other people who have done a lot worse on reality TV. So hopefully she's able to come out the other side. Yeah. She might just have to might might just have to go away for a month or two. Just let let the yeah. whole thing blow over and then shift back to neutral and and get get back on the horse. I guess. I've yeah. Exhausted all my euphemisms there in one sentence, but uh, <laughs> I felt it worked. Or, or what if she comes up with a new career involved in a reality TV show? She could be like tells it as it is Taylor with her yeah. tough love approach. Like you don't have emotional intelligence, <laughs> let me tell you how to get some. And they, yeah, like, and they just bring in people from all the other real, like people from like the Real Housewives shows are coming seeking yeah. advice from from Crazy Taylor from Nick Bial's Bachelorette season. Yeah, anything's possible. Could work. She could get like the Jersey Shore crew in there. And say the situation, yep. you've got a situation. Come on, <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be too bad. Uh, was there was there anyone else who you were impressed by or not? I was kind of impressed by uh, Jasmine on the tell-all. Just I yeah. felt as though she had reasonable takes on things. I think that Jasmine may have gone in there thinking, okay, I've got to I've got to just put the choking thing behind me and just yeah. be there and be reasonable and be smart about things. And mm-hmm, she was, so I was mm-hmm. impressed by her. Yeah. She'll 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 be good on Paradise, I think. Yeah, jo- uh, Josephine and Jasmine, I think, came off looking the best in the crowd, yeah. like of the people who didn't get a lot of screen time. Because uh, jo- Josephine every now and then popped up with a truth bomb that usually mm. ended up landing on Taylor for the most part. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought those two solidified their their spot in uh, paradise. In paradise, just as from did, the... as I think Danielle L did. I I, th- I think Danielle L uh, with with her little uh, you told me you loved me and then and then Ooh. you know crying but like the, she came off looking very sympathetic. I think I think. Uh, I think she'll be she'll be around in paradise. To be honest with you, uh, no public invitations to paradise this time around. That usually yeah, usually good. they try to t- talk someone into going to paradise. Like, hey, will you come to paradise? They did with the twins and a few other people last couple of seasons. Yeah, but... usually they find the sloppiest person, <laughs> like the sloppiest, right. messiest person. To go, <laughs> would you like a chance in paradise? Because they did that with Lace last year. Remember, Lace just like yep. got drunk and belligerent, and then like she. Chris Harrison sat down and talked with her and was like, what do you think of your performance? And she was like, well, I was very insecure and, 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 and you know, I got too drunk a little bit and, and maybe I, I should have scaled it back. And then he's like, well, do you want to go to paradise? And she was like, yes, please. <laughs> Where that sort of thing is not yeah. only accepted, yeah. but encouraged. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
cheese pasta, I also think, got a pretty good edit. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I liked yeah. when she got cheese pasta, everybody. The only way it would have been better is if Raquel came out and helped her serve it. Yeah. Oh, I found, I found out some hor- awful, terrible, just horrible news, you guys. Just horrible what? news. What? Oh. I, I was listening to the, the Bachelor Party podcast, and they had one of the ABC executives who was in charge with the of, of The Bachelor. And this particular individual claimed that should Corinne be headed to paradise, Raquel will not be allowed to oh. go to paradise with her. I know. Why? How does that help? I don't know. It just, I, I guess they felt it would it would be a little too ex- exploitive or exploitative. I'm not sure how you pronounce that word exactly, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, sure. I, but honestly, think about if you're Raquel, though. Hey, Raquel, yeah. do you want an all-expenses-paid trip to this awesome place where you go and you can hang out with Jorge, the bartender, yeah. and just give her in advice and, but, and everyone loves you? Mm-hmm. But she'd probably still have her steaming her dresses and making that's her cheese yeah, so that's true. It wouldn't be a real vacation. It's just a change of scenery, Craig, for her usual duties. Mm-hmm. Touche. You're right. You're, you're right, Homer. I want to watch TV in a different time zone. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... I mean, I, I, the fact that they didn't have any public announcements of uh, who's going to paradise, I think, works in for a future idea that you and I were kicking around, Craig. Because it's good not to know who's going. And uh, some sort of paradise draft. Yes, uh, we were talking we about getting... this, Jess. We might do when we get to paradise. The three of us, we do a paradise fantasy draft where we each pick <laughs> ten people off the roster. Most people, most whoever gets the most right as to who goes to paradise wins. Yeah, that's now, exciting. Yeah, we'll have to wait till the end of Rachel's season to make that happen. Absolutely, but, uh, we will. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I think that'd be super fun. Yeah, I like it. That'll be our paradise lead in, and, and we'll be able to track that during the week. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Ooh, I like it a lot. Yeah, I just yeah. I can't. Yeah, I, I just I'm mostly upset that we didn't get a lot more. Uh, Alexis, I, I like we really could have used more Alexis in that because uh, like really she only got the comment about like how she was in the friend zone and she popped in from time to time. I, I really could have used her sitting in the seat talking to Chris Harrison instead of Nick Vial to be perfectly honest with you. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. We've heard enough from Nick. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't think that. Yeah. I didn't think that added anything to the show, but I guess they always want to have the segment of here's the, you know, the, the bachelor coming back to confront the women he has spurned on the show. And uh, I guess we got the great moment with Danielle L just having a crying fit there. But uh, other than that, I, I didn't feel it. It wasn't a strong tell-all. Corinne obviously was the big winner in the tell-all. Taylor was the big loser. And mm-hmm. uh, I felt like everybody else's stock kind of went up a little bit. I didn't feel like anybody else's stock went up or down, or like went down. Other yeah, than I agree. Yeah. Did you I guys agree. have any moments where they were panning through the girls and like introducing them, saying all their names? We're like, oh, yeah, that girl. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that that was like half the thing for me. Yeah, I had a couple yeah. of like, cause like there was one like the word the girl who who said Slav kebab. I'm pretty sure I was like, I have no <laughs> idea who you are, but I'm always just gonna remember you as the Slav kebab girl. And <laughs> there was someone else. I think her name was Lacey, and it seemed like she was the only one on Team Taylor as far as. Uh, yeah, it, like, yeah, it, yeah. It seemed like she, cause I don't remember I don't remember Lacey at all. And then it, it seemed like she kind of went in there saying like. You know, here's my game plan to get some screen time. I'm just going to go at Corinne, right? Because I know Corinne's <laughs> going to get all the screen time during the thing. So if I say a couple of things going at her, I might get myself a little coverage here. And it worked because she got a couple of close-ups. Yeah. 
Yeah. I gotta say, loved her hair. That nice lob. Very nice. <laughs> Big takeaway for me for Lacey. It's like, she's a nice girl. Yeah. I'm glad she, at least somebody was in Taylor's corner. You don't like it when it's just a full-on bashing, no, you know? It was quite the dog pile at one oh, point. Oh, it was, at one it was point, bad. Yeah, there was, there was a yeah. dog pile being formed. Uh yeah, Corinne was just fantastic. I mean, the getting the getting up for the the, the getting up and, and strutting around, grabbing a glass of champagne in the middle yeah, of the yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it was honestly like the Globetrotters just spinning the ball on their fingers. She's like, yeah. oh, it was it was just yep. oh, and the cheese so pass was her kicking the ball backwards into the basket. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. yeah. At one point, she brought out a ladder and just dunked on Taylor. It, it was <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. All right, I think that's it. Do we have anything else you want to cover? Well, we can talk about do, do, does any we can talk about Raven versus yeah, Vanessa. Yeah, well, that was going to be the final uh, final question to you guys. Raven or Vanessa? Oh. If I'm Nick? Yeah. I think I think there are too many challenges with Vanessa. I, he likes a challenge, he likes a, a woman who's in charge and knows what she wants, but I think there are too many obstacles with that one. Geography being one of the major ones, her living in Montreal, him living in the States. Obviously, his career is, uh, you know, heavily centered around being on TV and being in the L.A. area. Um, and I think, too, that Raven is just maybe more easygoing. He likes a little bit of that forcefulness, but I, I think too much of it all the time. Vanessa doesn't really give a lot of ground. And if that's not his jam, I think Raven might be just kind of perfect for him and she's clearly easily pleased by him so you know that could work for him especially given his track record with was it andy yeah andy, andy yep. Dorfman. yeah so i mean you know he didn't have the best time with her in the fantasy suite complete 180 with raven hey go with that run with it man <laughs> yeah i uh i agree with everything jess said i i think that raven makes more sense for him for a variety of reasons i just think that um I think Raven's really cool, and I think that he's uh, he'd be in a really good spot if that's the sort of situation he was in. Just keep the stilettos away from her <laughs> in case she wants to throw something. So that's all. That's that's a very, very good point. And perhaps, just crazy idea, don't cheat on her. Yeah. Excellent. That's one way, one good way of avoiding that trauma. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. That idea is just yeah. too out there, Craig. It's too out okay. there. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think if I'm Nick, if I'm Nick Bial, I'm I'm picking Vanessa like I believe Vanessa will be the winner of this if I'm Matt Pierce which I am as <laughs> as good as Vanessa looked in a one piece I'm still picking Raven I just like yeah and what are the uh, let, let me ask you what are the percentage odds that uh, that uh, Raven knows all of the words to Black Velvet <laughs> well I will say that Raven's not Canadian. There's a chance that Vanessa knows more of the words of Black Velvet than Raven true, does, because that true. is one of the ultimate CanCon songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's the that's the guy who works in radio speaking up for a second. Yeah. Uh, but there's a really good chance that Raven knows all the words to Black Velvet. I'm just trying to think if there's a song that she more likely knows. Uh, she knows every single word to Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Every oh, single yes, I know word. every single word, too. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So and, good. Oh. And have listens... you ever have you ever beaten somebody up with a shoe, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wrote a story about someone who did once. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> and when she when Raven listens to that song, she's like, uh huh, did, did it? Yeah, uh huh. It's like a checklist. She's just checking yeah. it. Like, I did take a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I did slash a hole in all four tires. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah, I don't. Other seats. Yeah, I just, maybe I, I, all the I just too. think it, like. 
Because, like, The Bachelor, like I said, I've been comparing it to wrestling all pod, but, I mean, I really think that the, the girls should, they, they should think about giving the girls theme music. Like, if Matt Pierce was The Bachelor, I would want the girls to pick their own theme music, because I think that gives you a great insight into the person that they are when they're stepping when they're stepping Absolutely. out of the limo, right? Like, they should, yeah. they should all choose their own theme music as, as they get out, and I feel like Ravens would be Black Velvet. Uh, what would Vanessa's be? Just off the My top heart will you. go on from Titanic. Yes! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thinking that. Well played. Well played, oh. Craig. Absolutely. That's Something off the top of the piece, deal, people. For Can't sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, maybe because you love me, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely the Celine tune for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm your lady. Yeah. Ooh, yes. That, 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 uh, yeah, you know what? I'm your lady. That's what it is. So many yeah. good choices. That could be good. Gotta love my homegirl Celine. Woo! All right. So that was. <laughs> So I'm picking Vanessa, and it seemed like you two were picking Raven. So you think yeah. you're pick Raven? I think I think I'm gonna go with Raven. I think that he, it's gonna be the surprise. I think that they made us think it was Vanessa all season, but it's actually Raven. God, oh, you guys are crazy. All right, so I'm <laughs> chop me down for I Vanessa. See it going your way. I really could, but yeah. I just I don't know. I just feel like there's too much those too much stacked mm. against those crazy kids. He's gonna go Raven. I was I was severely wrong with the because i i'd been i'd been banging the drum of oh corinne's gonna be in the final three for, for the last true for the fantasy suite i'd been i've been ringing that bell the entire week so uh and i was wrong so uh and it won't be the last time i was wrong on this podcast <laughs> i can tell you that you know who else was wrong nick yeah, yeah <laughs> why didn't probably, corinne get there what are you probably should have done that yeah <laughs> feels, like a, feels like a missed opportunity and you know what nick will have to live with that for the rest of his life he'll just be wondering right like Ah, oh. well, oh, not, if it, not if he has... in the night. Platinum vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been me. <laughs> What's the matter, honey? <laughs> nothing, think... nothing. Go back to sleep. <laughs> oh man, what a great way to go out. That's a great way to go out. We got, we got, we have yeah. to stop this we podcast. Have to, we have to stanza off of that. Uh, <laughs> So that's it. That's it for our Bachelor coverage. We will be back next week to talk about who won. <laughs> Try to wrap it up here. <laughs> oh, I'm not editing any of this out. This is great. Uh, but, uh, I should mention we will have you back. Craig, you're going to be back next week. Uh, we might be pulling double duty because we got to do March Madness next week. So, we'll uh we'll yeah, figure that out we have got to redeem ourselves because last time oh boy did we do poorly but uh we're, we're gonna get back on the horse this week or this uh next week also uh check back later in the week we are gonna do our logan review i, I went to go see logan this weekend and we're gonna have a couple people from the other side of the pod including a special guest who i'm not gonna announce this week but we're gonna have a, a special guest doing our helping us out with the logan review um, is it Hugh Jackman? No, I wish. Not that good. Uh-huh. But uh, but <laughs> someone who is uh, just as buff. Um, <laughs> the Have you been to see Logan, Craig? No, I've not seen Logan. Um, I just have one thing to say about it. Yes. That, okay. That's all I'll say. Yes. Uh, save the rest for, for the, uh, the review. Uh, crossover podcast available on iTunes and SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash the crossover podcast. Actually, it's just soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. No, the uh, Craig and Jess, we will be back next week and we will know who won this thing. You betcha. All right. Take care, you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Bye.